Oh, what a befitting message. There's just so much power in, in unity together. Uh, we can fight some of these ills and actually uh, come out victorious. And uh, that's Power in Unity by Charlie Mind Games. And uh, thank you so much uh, for connecting um, to the vibe of just getting a society that just works together. And uh, as our first topic, uh, we're looking at has um, the high level of crime instilled a sense of fear for society that are we so paranoid um, that uh, we always expect the worst of strangers. And I look at myself as I drive um, anyway. Uh, if I see uh, just a human body approaching my window uncomfortably, I have palpitations. You go, you walk in a shopping mall. If someone follows you from one store to another, it may be that you have the same interests, but uh, not in the times that we live in today. Uh, you, you already feel paranoid that why are you following me at every store? Uh, what are you up to? Has crime turned us into a paranoid society is the question we ask today. And Andy Mashile is joining us on the line as former chairman of uh, the Gauteng Police Board and uh, Global Ambassador. Uh, if or Interpol um, turn back crime um, campaign, and and I guess uh, we we all need to compete uh, to commit to turning back crime. Good afternoon, Tatemashile, and uh, welcome. Good afternoon to you and the members of the heavyweight champion afternoon show and the heavyweight listeners <laughs> of this great show. I love that. <laughs> that has to be <laughs> on our promo. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, gosh, you know, we try, we try to um, just uh, bring in those ingredients that just make us better human beings. And if that turns us into uh, heavyweight, why not? Uh, you know, once again, good afternoon. And it really is uh, just so concerning that as South Africans, we can't interact without being suspicious. We've become so paranoid that you would just take out a gun and um, kill your own son because you fear uh, being hijacked. If, if there's truth to that statement, then we should be worried as a society. Yes, ma'am, we should definitely be worried. Um, this is a democratic, free country that's supposed to be safe and secure for one and all, particularly the women folk who constitute 27 million of the 55 million people in this country. Um, uh, juxtaposed by the male population of 26 million, which is 49.21% of the 55 million. Mm, mm, we, mm. as the members of this community, our children, our mothers, people like yourselves need to be free. But it is fact that people are petrified of the high levels of crime. So, but uh, what, is, what is each individual's responsibility? Because, I mean, right now I could ask you, what is the police doing about it? Uh, but I feel like, I mean, we leave things to everyone else, but looking at what can I do? You are quite correct. Uh, let me indicate to you, Wena uh, Osuak, um, it is important to give strategic intelligence. It is important to say to the police, a bank or a cash in transit a van, or as they use the language, the bad people um, saying, mm-hmm. um, it is important to use to give police strategic intelligence. Mm-hmm. It is more significant to tell the police where are the guys, uh, how are they driving, in which street are they, how many are they, uh, 
at this moment, what are they doing? We know these things as ordinary members of the communities and those who are hand in love with the police. But to your amazement and to the amazement of all good people, those who know keep quiet, which is why the world and our country is just in a topsy-turvy space from a levels of crime point of view. Those who know when they keep quiet, uh, hell breaks loose. Those who know when they share this information with you, with me, with the rest of the people, with uh, with General Matakata, with General Dilange, with General Kesasitole, and, 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 and the ordinary people who are responsible for safety and security, we are able to arrest and contain crime. What do you say to people who are saying but the levels of unemployment and poverty are what's driving this um, uh, crime in our country? Is it justified? Um, let me draw an analogy before I uh, respond to that question a few seconds. The fact that I don't have a girlfriend or a wife does not justify me raping any other person out there. I can't rape and say, I before to Abu you know I don't have a wife or a girlfriend, that's why I rape. Uh, in quick response to your question, unemployment... Um, is a feature of our lives in our country, in in the world, and in most developing communities um, and countries uh, in Africa. As I, I as I, I want to bring this uh, logical response to you, it does not at any point in time justify you going into Criselda's house, pointing a firearm at her, taking. Uh, her plasma and shooting her dead. Whether you shoot her dead or whether you shoot her dead or not, it's not the issue. The issue is because you're unemployed, it doesn't give you the right to take those things that have been bought by those who have been hardworking. Mm. So, uh, in moving forward, yes, the police um, are doing their part, um, but uh, you know, there's also a challenge of uh, people being. Uh, recycled in in positions. I mean, I was startled by uh, the statistics that were shared uh, earlier in the month uh, that uh, some of the people who are fighting crime uh, have been convicted of of, of crimes themselves. Um, It is quite correct. Um, Some of them. Let me indicate to you that uh, there are some people who are committing crime, and those people are then able to go through the sieve of justice, the strain of justice and policing. And, 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 and for the fact that one was alleged, and uh, maybe the court sets them free when we know that they did ABCDFG, gives them the leeway uh, to participate. As long as, Criselda, I wouldn't have a problem. As long as that particular person has been rehabilitated, that particular person has turned his or her way. But if that particular individual who is a law enforcer Mm. continues to commit crime wearing the uniform, the language is very clear. Our expectation, me and you and Lesejo and the people in the studio there and where I'm sitting, the expectation is very clear. Change the blue uniform to the orange uniform and, and let them go into the cooler, into the slammer for a very long time simple. Especially when you are entrusted to uphold 
the law and and you you become something else all right uh, we we invite you to join in the conversations crime levels um have taken genuine human interactions and turned citizens into paranoid overly suspicious people. Do you feel that um, this is truth uh, wherever you are? Join us in this conversation. Or are we? Um, have we just um, upped our guard unnecessarily? Has crime turned us into paranoid so a paranoid society? Give us a call right now. Call Chris Salda now. 0891-104-207. We also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 and uh, we both on Twitter and Facebook, SAFM Radio, at SAFM Radio, or you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And you can also SMS us on 40938. Uh, SMS is charged at 150 as uh, we take your messages. Um, Lee Talabantu is saying, um, as, a fear, um, as fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain, or harm, uh, the levels of violence in our society has penetrated deep into the fabric of our society uh, and and not a day goes by without hearing of violent crimes committed no one feels safe at all not even in their homes so what does this say about um the policing service Criselda, if uh, some people who thought that they were mighty and powerful and they hijacked the car of the MEC of uh, sport uh, the last weekend. <sighs> if you find such individuals uh, who can boldly go and hijack a car with blue lights, mm. um, a car of a person who you don't expect to be hijacked, not to say they will not. It has proved itself beyond reasonable doubt that they are individuals, they are youngsters, they are males who uh, have gone out there um, intentionally to terrorize our communities, disregarding uh, who they are terrorizing, children, women, uh, people at uh, higher levels, our leaders, our authority, it means one thing. It means the people of this country must stand up. It means the people of this country must not allow themselves to be intimidated. Um, some of us are not intimidated, and people mm. like yourselves are not intimidated. And I can tell you, out of the 55 million people in South Africa, a small onion, a number of about uh, just around plus minus 500,000, are the ones who think that they are better than uh, the 45 million, 500,000 people mm-hmm. in, this, in this country. And we have got to use the numbers, we have got to use the platforms, uh, SAFM and all other um, platforms to ensure that those who just stand in the middle of the road and hijack you of your car or spin a car and, and commit crime, those people must be brought to book and we must lock them up as a country and a society and we must ask them to go and get their minds cooled. When they're okay, they will come out of prison and do what they're expected to do, live a civilized and, 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 and in a harmonious engagement with the people of this country. But there's also, uh, you know, that uh, blurred line between uh, trying to um, apprehend those who commit crime and and also uh, respecting their human rights. I mean, from where I stand, uh, you have no right once you violate other people's rights. Uh, At times, it it feels like the police feel helpless, um, that, you know, criminals have an upper hand. Chriselda, uh, I was part and parcel of the team that uh, co-authored the policing strategy 2015 and 2019 uh, with General Stolus, the National Commissioner now. By then, he was the Deputy National Commissioner responsible for operational services. 
at the center of the strategy for two years um we consulted as a team we consulted with every tom dick and harry mary jane matakala in the country to make sure that the strategy that says policing must be community-centered become successful we went the last stop was the uh, human rights commission the human rights commission said at the center of everything that you do should be human rights yes it is quite correct and we expect the human rights commission to be pronouncing on uh, the high levels of crime to be adding their voice to be helping us the people of this country to have more confidence in mm. the systems that uh, combat crime we have to respect the rights of those who commit crime within limitations placed on those rights by the law got you all right let's take your calls uh steve you're joining us from uppington good afternoon good afternoon this is how are you yo see, see this thing you are talking about is really just now i i got two guys where were hiking i gave them a lift um uh, now this guy they say they went to market in some nearby mine but there was something not right about them then I, when i interrogate them in the car then the other one says no the reason i'm going back home is because i'm under correctional i need to fill some papers right there i had to make up a story and say guys i'm gonna drop you here because there's something that i forgot at the back then i just have to take them off the car so this crime thing is really has made mm, us mm, negative mm. Yeah, because you never know who to trust. You you don't know who to trust. I mean, we used to be um, the kind of people that when a stranger comes into my home, my children would give up their bedroom um, for a stranger. Uh, but exactly. you look at us now, it's like there's no way I can open my home to a stranger. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Patron, for joining us. Hello? You can go ahead. Yeah, you are quite correct. Chriselda, I, I, I used to be a very good, good, good person. I am now a much more of a cautious person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a good person. I'm now cautious. Um, I don't give any Tom, Dick, and Harry um, a ride with me in my car when I drive by myself. I don't. Um, it is not that I am not worried by seeing that woman who's uh, by the robots at 7 o'clock, 1900 hours in the evening. I would rather call the sector vehicle around and say, guys, uh, there's a lady that I'm seeing by the robots. I need your advice. And I see it's late and there are no taxis in this space. What do I do? They would then say, um, Rena, um, we are patrolling, we are passing by the place. Let's just drive by when you pick up that particular person so that we can ensure that there is no one who's uh, using that particular lady or using that particular kid to get you to stop so that your car can be hijacked. Sure. I'm receiving a message about Bishop Mosasono and request that um, Tembara Julie, please uh, give more detail. I, uh, this this message is a bit uh, concerning and it's just lost in my translation, if you can give a bit more detail. All right, uh, Joe in Deben, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you, sir. Okay, I, one thing I need to want to ask uh, your your guest mm. is that you say that some things about the Human Rights Commission and about the criminals also have rights, but where is the right for the victims? When if a criminal is in your home at two o'clock in the morning, he is not there to teach you or to say how are you mm-hmm. doing. He is there to do something wrong. So at that point, if if me as a victim, I shoot the criminal. 
then I'm going to be the one in trouble with the law. That's but true. But why is that man there in my house or in my in the first place? Yeah, thank you, okay, Joe. That, okay, that one, more, one more thing I want, sure. to, I want to speak yeah. about is about in the, the jails. Why, why is there no system in place to say that uh, criminals must be must be used for state work projects, like uh, they must be get, get training in plumbing and electricals and basic skills and services so they can be used by the state to, to uh, as, as employed by the state. So... so in, in that time that they are in jail, they are also getting skills and service and, uh, and training. Mm-hmm. So when they come back out from jail, they have some skills so they can start start off their life again. True. Of like, or, or, or I'm I'm dead pro death penalty, but if if the death penalty cannot be done, then something else should be done. To tell the criminals that your time in jail is not is not for free. That's so true, Joe. I, I mean, sometimes I feel like the change um, from prison to correctional services hasn't yet manifested in into tangible um, ways in which we can realize that people are indeed rehabilitated. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, thank you. Thank okay. you very much thank for you. that call. We'll continue this conversation if you can just um, uh, be patient with us and hold. And um, We are taking the news headlines and uh, we'll conclude after the news headlines. Utsile Sako has, um, uh, has all the details. Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. Thank you so much uh, for not touching that dial and connecting with us as uh, we have our conversation on has the high level of crime um, instilled some sense of fear in our society? Have we become a paranoid people that uh, we can't even trust uh, strangers? Has crime turned us into a paranoid society and that's the conversation we're having with uh, Mr. Andy Maile who is former chairman of uh, the Gauteng Police Board and Global Ambassador for uh, Interpol uh, Turn Back uh, Crime Campaign. Evan, you're joining us uh, from the Northern Cape. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Sakina. How about uh, you? Sakina, People are no more afraid. Uh, Andy, of, let's uh, rewind North. this. Uh, let, let's rewind this, Evan. That it. It. Uh, I mean, Sakina finishes at one p.m. My name is Chris Alda. Uh, sorry, Chris Alda. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's accepted. Alda, people are no more afraid of the justice system, yeah. the police, and so on. You can arrest as many people are you that you want to arrest. But as soon as they leave the investigation part to the justice system, the very same people are out in uh, committing the very same crimes again. And you cannot, you cannot make people afraid of the law if one process takes up to three years to convict a member. Mm. So the whole justice system needs to commit themselves to prosecute immediately or not wait for a long period of time. Uh, Your guess there is quite correct. We are being uh, put in a corner by only a handful of criminals. And unless we stood up as a community and put these criminals in front, we are fighting a losing battle. Thank you. Got you. Thank you. Um, thank you very much uh, for that contribution. Uh, we need a social justice movement in this country, not individual organizations, because these act selectively. The hands of police are tied in many ways. Our national media promotes Western glamour, and uh, that is what everyone aspires uh, to. Uh, thanks and regards to Andy from Gordon Low in Kimberley.
And as we conclude, Babu Endi. Krisanda, we as the people of this country have a great responsibility to create a safe and a secure environment for the coming generations. And we also have a responsibility to give hope to those who are unemployed. We also have a responsibility to make sure that we join hands um, as the 55 million people to ensure that we establish a united safety front like in the days of the United Democratic Front and many other movements that have changed the game. We also need to up the game and change the game so that you can be safe when you drive out of there. Yeah. So that I shouldn't refuse a, a company um, a company vehicle because I know that that vehicle is sought out by criminals and I'm afraid to uh, be able to serve uh, the economy of this country by participating in labor environments and labor activities. Mm. Let's join hands with the police. Let's join hands as the community yeah. and, 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 and make our country safe and secure. And I guess, uh, I mean, right now it's much easier to point fingers at others and not look at what contribution am I making? And as you said, that the ND, that unfortunately, when they plan these heists, they are in someone's home. Someone is serving them a meal. Um, don't look forward to the cash without uh, the consequences that come thereafter. People's lives get uh, impacted. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Ula. Haine. That's uh, Mr. Andy Mashaile, who is former chairman of uh, the Gauteng Police Board and global ambassador of uh, Interpol's uh, Turn Back Crime campaign. And we all need it. And here's some Azama Jobe. Magic is needed.